Vertical integration. Synergy. Past the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. I'm Tom Stern, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey, and we're doing this podcast to prepare us to start our own food or beverage business one day. How's it going, John? It's going well. It's going bad in terms of celebrities. I'm still looking. Mm. Still looking. Anderson Cooper said no. Malcolm Gladwell said no. Uh, But hey... (sighs) At least they're at least they're saying something, you know. Before we were just getting no responses, so it's cool that we're actually getting no's. What did Malcolm Gladwell go with? Just the classic no. Period. Um. Yeah, he said no, and then he did a case study of why our podcast is bad. <laughs> he said it's going to be in his new book. Well, that's good. Any press is good press. Any press is good press. That's absolutely right. Speaking of press, Thomas sent me over a very uh, interesting article about goldfish, one of our snacks we've reviewed. Goldfish, to all of our teen listeners, we know that you love goldfish because that's what this article told us about. If you are aged 13 to 19, your favorite snack has become goldfish. Um, And we're saying... We don't do this a lot. Great Samaritans are saying, buy this stock. We are turning into mad money. We are saying, buy this stock. It is going to blossom. That's right. Anything else going on? How's Tesla? Tesla's good. I just put my order in for a vehicle. No. Um, cool story, actually. Cool story for uh, all the listeners, all the teens listening. You can put your order in to Tesla, and then you can essentially... Uh, ask them to hold that reservation for you until you're feeling financially ready. We can do that for, I think we do it for up to nine months. So, you know, it's not a huge window, but still, if you're on the verge of needing a new vehicle, why not go with a Tesla? Okay, and I'm trying to keep my worlds as separate as possible. I am a Tesla man, but today I am a great Samaritan first. Thomas, how are you doing, buddy? It's been it's been a little bit. Yes, I've been... I'm part of the uh, Squid Game movement. Dang. Are you guys in? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think I'm going to see it. Okay. Wow. Now well, this is a series, right? Not a movie. It's a Korean thriller series on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's number one on Netflix in the U.S. right now uh-huh. for I think a couple weeks running. Okay. Man, this show is addictive. Just one. Uh, just it, one season. It, there's one now. I think they're starting to make the second. Okay, hold on. Elevator pitch it. Elevator pitch it to to Jake and I, Thomas. You got thirty seconds. We're both execs. It's a it's a long uh, elevator ride. Yes. Sure. Thirty okay, seconds. Nice. We're, we're going to the seventy fifth floor to our executive yeah. offices. Okay. Think Hunger Games <laughs> in Korea, except it's a secret, and they only go after people who are about to be in financial ruin mm-hmm. because. If you get through all six games, there are six games, you get a shitload of money. Mm -hmm. And then there's also some stuff that I don't want to spoil. That's part of the elevator pitch. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I'm in with 40 floors to spare. 40 floors to spare. Yeah. We're, 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 see, I just can't watch, I can't watch media in which violence happens to 
people who are like desperate in that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. like, yeah sure have you ever heard of the belco experiment Mm-mm. no the belco experiment's a movie where like it's just people working in an office building not unlike the one my dad works in and an announcement comes over the pa system that they the like all the doors are locked and the just the everyday office workers need to kill one person within the hour or two people are going to die and then ultimately it just is like if any of us clocked into work and then that day found out we were a part of a battle to the death i can't i can't handle that kind of stuff for some reason hmm that sounds very stressful for some reason, the Belco experiment sounds more stressful than Squid Game. Maybe it's because Thomas did such a bad job explaining it in the elevator pitch. There's there's things that I can't give away. I think I'm going to watch My Octopus Teacher instead. That's great. If, I've seen that. If what I a, have to choose, hey, sad ending. If I have to choose a a, yeah. a, a show or, or some media that involves a cephalopod title, I will. I'm going to be going for My Octopus Teacher. I think. Thomas, I got a question for you. Sure. Is, do you know where to sign up for Squid Game Season 2? After my Tesla purchase, I might be in financial ruin, and I might need to play Squid Game. Yeah, I might need to win this Squid Game. If it exists, and it's like it is in the show, then you'll have to be in contact with some loan sharks. So you'll have to owe a lot of money to some loan sharks. Great. Already done. Done? Okay. Then when they come after you for the money... Mm-hmm. You just have to keep saying you don't have it. Uh-huh. Then in like maybe five, six months, the guy in the suit will come up to you and offer to play you Pogs in Korea, like in the show. It's their version of Pogs. Hey, uh, n- not to, not to, not to interrupt because Thomas, I know that's your thing. Um, <laughs> and not to insult you guys as professionals, which you very clearly are. Are we doing the podcast right now? Is oh we, yeah. yes, this is we're, oh, we're in the oh amazing great. For I the just first wanted time, to be Jake. Up. For the first time in this podcast's history, the banter is going good. Oh, amazing! Yeah, <laughs> I've been called this. I've been called a lightning rod. So um, it, that probably explains it. By the way, everybody, my name's Jake Fallon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Should I introduce myself? We like do introduce way. the guest eventually, okay. but mm-hmm. I like the self introduction. Oh, eventually, you took initiative. I don't need. I don't need, yeah. I don't need to do it now. We can. We can wait. Should we redact that intro, Thomas? We're gonna say we're gonna redact it for now. We'll okay. introduce you. Everybody, everybody, forget what you just heard. Everybody, Perfect. forget. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't have to edit it out. Just everyone forget it. Yeah. More podcasts should do that. Just say everyone forget rather than edit. It's so much more work to edit. <laughs> Yeah, just forget that we talked about what we just talked about. And moving It'll on. It'll save us so much time if you just forget about that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually, I don't have to keep going on about how the businessman would approach you, but he would give you a business card, then you call the phone number, and that's how you get into the game. And I would only call that phone number after I had exhausted all of my other op- options. Correct. Nice. Okay. Good to know. The other one thing I'm going to insert in my pitch for the show is that it's visually stunning. It's like a oh, it's going to look Wes good. Anderson movie on crack. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's okay. Bong Joon Ho, right? <gasps> I don't it's, know, it's, but it's Bong Joon. Okay, what so, else has he done? Oh, baby, or pa- she? Parasite uh, for one, uh, uh, Snowpiercer for two, Okja for mm-hmm. three. Okay, uh, 
before we get off of Squid Game, I just wanted to wanted yeah, to we say, don't want to get number- off track of Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the number one show in the country, and I want and I'm thinking of how we can make this pod more like Squid Game to get that kind of attention. Okay. okay. So that's that's why I brought it up. Okay. I'll you know what? I'll watch it and I'll have a pen and paper and I'll write down all my ideas. Great. Thank you. And mm-hmm. you'll enjoy it. I, I bet I will. I bet so I will. So Jake has been our guest has been patient for long enough. So this is a guy I met at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater many years ago. And uh, he was lucky enough to, I, we're lucky enough to have him. Jake Fallon, welcome to he the show. He was lucky enough. I was lucky enough was to lucky get the enough invitation. to come onto our podcast. I got, I got, I'd honestly felt like um, going to a gas station, getting a scratch off and winning hundred dollars. That's what it felt like getting Whoa. an invitation. I felt, I felt, I felt lucky. I still feel lucky. I feel well, very blessed to be here right now. Thank you, Jake. Wow. Yeah. Do, you, do most note. of your guests not say that? No, most of our guests just go right into what they want to talk about. They don't even say thanks. That's so yeah, points. Rude. Points, Jake. Absolutely rude. And if I think that you should, if any of the listeners have listened to those episodes, forget them. Also, forget those episodes, please. Yep. Yeah, forget easier them than too. editing. Just forget them. There's only one episode of Great Samaritans out, and it's and it's with Jake <laughs> Fallon. Yep, yeah, that's right. So, Jake, before we get into the brand you chose, you did some work with NFTs today. Yes. And everyone's talking about this stuff. No one really understands how it works. Can you give us a a pointer on what you did today, or uh, any advice? You met, you might have about NFTs. I, I think that the best advice that I could give about NFTs. Everybody listening close, turn up the turn up the volume on your AirPods okay. or your radio. Everybody listening close. The best advice that I could give about NFTs is to buy an NFT now. Just get in on the game now. Just do it now. If you've ever had that, you know, everybody thinks to themselves like, if I had a time machine, I would go back and buy Bitcoin when it was cut when it was like a hundred dollars. That is yeah. that is around the where I believe NFTs are sitting. Now, the pandemic turned everybody, including myself, into a non-expert who professes mm-hmm. to be have some kind of expertise. I would not come on here and call myself an NFT expert, a nifty right. expert. I just think that they are cool. Okay. The best explanation I could give, it's just like trading art or buying and selling art. It's just like buying and selling expensive basketball cards or Pokemon cards. It's the yeah. the same same thing. One day Now, yep, go ahead. Yes, you go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just gave the audience a fish. Now let's teach them how to fish. How do we sell and make NFTs? How do you sell and make NFTs? Yes. This podcast recording is technically an NFT, isn't it? It could be. I don't know. The actual that file? Question. We we would have to make it one. I think I think that that's a more complicated answer. We we okay because we are the the clock is ticking on us being able yeah. to to talk about what we came here to talk about, and I could talk to you guys and look Truly if you sure. want me right. to. That's true. Listen, if you want me to, I will is talk it? about NFTs for the next hour. All right. One problem. Wow. One last question I have about NFTs, and then we're dumping it. We're gonna we're gonna forget we ever talked about it. Right. Is yep. the problem with us, Thomas and I, making an NFT that we don't have value? Does somebody mm. with- if you go into a museum and you look at like a uh, 
a, a Vermeer Picasso. or a Rothko, a Picasso. Goya. A Goya. Uh, a, a, a Bruegel, uh, a Dali. If you look at mm. a Pollock, a if Matisse. you look at a Matisse, if you look at Shout out to uh, Sam a Francis. Van Gogh, That's if you look right. at a Mondrian, if you look at mm. if you look at any of the above, the mm-hmm. only reason that any of those have value is because someone, because many people have agreed that they do. Oh, and that's all NFTs are. So a picture of a rock where there were uh, at one point there's a there's an NFT project called Ether Rock, and only 100 pictures of these rocks were minted, and they mm-hmm. sold scarcity, scarcity, scarcity. Halloween. They sold because they were Monsters Inc. Three, <laughs> Monsters Yay. Inc. Three scarcity. Uh, they sold for a lot of money because somebody decided that they were worth a lot of money. Money, got it. Money is a lie. Do you guys want to talk about making a business? No, we got to talk about tea. <laughs> Great. Oh yeah, we do. That's right. We got to talk about tea, and I might be spoiling this this whole episode. I might have just blown the lid right off this operation. Yeah. But I'm ready to talk sleepy time. <sighs> yeah. Talk it. Did you choose the brand or that tea? Or is it just kind of one thing? You know, if you're going to talk about celestial seasonings, the entry point into the conversation is sleepy time tea. It's like if you want, I'm from Colorado. If you want to tell someone where you live in Colorado, you have to tell them how far it is from Denver. That's the only way they're going to know where you're located. Sleepy time tea, sleepy time tea is what, that's what pays the bills over at Celestial Seasonings. So, right. so we're that, going to be yeah. talking about sleepy time. We're going to be talking nice. about peppermint. We're going to be talking about chai. We'll talk about it all. Okay, so Jake, why did you choose this brand? Well, look, first of all, the the most important thing to know is it's a high quality brand. But the most most important thing to know is that they are my former employers. I got it. Was a tour guide in college at the Celestial Seasonings Tea Factory in Boulder, Colorado on Sleepy Time Drive. Wow. Yeah. Gotta talk about it. Yeah. I'm here to spill the tea. <sighs> Did you? Oh, wow. Did we get that? <laughs> oh. Did we get that? Did we get we that? Or did we get that? I got a serious question. Did yeah. you ever, leaving the tours, um, what were your hours, first off? Like a typical day, how long would you be in for? A typical day was like a six-hour shift, and in that time, okay. you were giving two tours because you were also working with other tour guides who were also giving mm-hmm. their tours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, did you ever feel sleepy after a shift because you were around that aroma for so long, driving home? Was that oh, ever a scare? Interesting. Well, Okay. You're getting a little... Uh, the tours themselves are free, but you don't have to fly to Boulder for me to give you a little bit of this tour here. Sleepy Time Tea doesn't have anything in it that makes you actively sleepy. It's just a very okay. relaxing combination of ingredients. The name comes from a contest that was won by a Girl Scout. A Girl Scout named oh. Sleepy Time Tea. Right. Okay, and I'm on the tour. I never felt sleepy. I always felt very energized by my job. But there's a um a room inside of the factory called the peppermint room, and that is where they mm-hmm. store the peppermint. And peppermint is a very powerful scent that like wakes every part of you up. So it was a real upper of a job. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. You guys are so- full-on contemplation right now just trying to 
imagine what that kind of room would be like. It's like yeah. it's like jumping into a treasure chest full of icy hot is how I would imagine the peppermint room to be. Yeah, it like sucks moisture out of the air peppermint does so your eyes uh-huh. and your mouth and your nose everything wow. is just flushed out as you step into that room is it, peppermint the key ingredient would you say is that this this not to say secret ingredient but key ingredient in the sleepy time tea formula it's actually it not in the sleepy time tea sleepy time is a chamomile based tea when okay. uh, how how long did you work for the company i was there for two years during college that was nice. my junior my junior and senior year of college and it begun a um a career a small career as a being a tour guide in different places oh also, cool also in alaska if, okay and okay and um in hollywood which was worse than alaska like a studio mostly restaurants and then i i did like walking tours restaurant down. tour guide yeah we did some restaurants and then i did walking tours around hollywood and highland and that that mm-hmm. was bad that was so bad the people what made it bad um hollywood and highland is i, I maybe some of the listenership hasn't been to hollywood and highland in los angeles california but that is probably the worst place in america and mm-hmm and I'm including all of the garbage dumps in America when I say mm-hmm. that. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a very strong opinion of that place. Now, I, I, I don't want to push you much more, but in a simple way, can you explain why it's so bad? Thomas, Holly- stop pushing. Hollywood and Highland? You know what, <laughs> yeah. Thomas? I've seen you out there trying to sell your rap CDs, so I don't want you to feel personally <laughs> offended by this. Like. I, I I've been walking down Hollywood and Highland, and I heard a yeah. um, a man in a dirty Spider-Man costume say, "Hey, do you want to take a picture?" And I recognized your voice behind it, so I don't mm. want to offend you in any way. Um, it's a very I'm... aggressive place. It is a place mm-hmm. where strangers feel permissed to be aggressive towards you. In, okay, and they're disguising it as like. I'm being aggressive towards you for the benefit of your vacation. I wouldn't you love to go I home see. with a picture of yourself with a like a homemade Dora the Explorer costume? Wouldn't you love that? <laughs> no. Yeah. Generally no. You I would? get it. Hey, That's man. why I hang out with those people. Yeah. That's uh, why I am one of those people. Yeah. Thomas, I will say you have the build for a generic spider-man you could put the suit on put the mask on and i think you could actually get work i think you could get work you do thank you i've been spider-man twice for halloween i've been ripped spider-man and normal spider-man what's what's normal spider-man no pads no muscles (laughs) no added muscles for ripped spider-man you added you added the costume had yeah like foam muscles oh Thomas, you don't need that, man. Go au natural. Thank you. No problem. Not anymore. I'm jacked already. Good, man. You should go you should go down to that new um Marvel campus at Disney and become hey, become I the hear, Spider-Man down there. I hear Tom Holland's quitting. Okay, maybe I will. It Thomas. would be very easy. People wouldn't have to change the name of the person that they like. It would still be Thomas. That's the metric okay. people care most about. Yeah. That's that's why I'll the think next James it. Bond they okay. they're, they're going with Daniel Radcliffe I hear uh, just exactly. to make the transition really easily easy yeah yeah it's gonna be a great Bond 
Daniel Radcliffe's going to be a great Bond. <laughs> Radcliffe is going to be an amazing Bond. That's what people are saying. We're getting off topic. Yeah. We're getting we so are. off topic. Us? Yeah, I'm realizing some of our old staples, we haven't even used some of our old staple questions. It sounds like we chose this brand because you were a tour guide. Do you have, besides being a tour guide, any connection to the T? Was it just, you know, was there ever a moment where you realized, oh, I really enjoy this. I drink this a lot. This reminds me of, uh, you know, a comfy time in my life, anything like that. Or is it really the tour guide element? I, you know, until I went and then subsequently after I quit, I am not a tea drinker. It was never for me. Um, (laughs) And even now, I only occasionally drink peppermint tea when I feel bad. Like, Like, I only drink it. Like, coffee is something that I drink when I feel good and want to continue to feel good. And tea is something mm-hmm. that I drink when I feel bad and I want to feel better. It's medicine. Tea is medicine. That's my opinion. Oh, okay. I'm writing that, I'm writing that down Write in that our little down. notes app. Medicinal. Only have tea if you're feeling bad and want to feel better. If you're feeling good, yeah. don't drink it. Yeah, don't drink tea when you feel good because it can only neutralize that feeling. Aha. Which, if you're feeling up, it's going to bring you back down to center. Which, yeah. why would you want to do that? You don't, like, no one, no one, uh, like, is about to begin a night out and they drink a cup of tea. Like, let's go to it's the true. club. Hot toddy. Let's go to, do people drink hot toddies before the club? Do you drink, John, do you drink hot toddies before the club? I'd love to meet that person. You know what? I'm going to try it and I'm going to see. It's either going to put me right to bed or I'm going to have the best night of my life. Do you think the next time we all go to Tao, because we all like to go to Tao, um, the next time we go to Tao, the club in the, uh, I think it's at the MGM Casino in Vegas. Do yep. you think that if we went to the bartender and ordered a hot toddy at Tao, <laughs> that he would give it to us? Or wh- how do you think that he would feel? Oh, about yeah. That order? I think yeah? what would happen is we would say hot toddy. The bartender would say sure. The bartender would go down to their phone. They look up what the hell is a hot toddy because they've probably never had to make one before at that location. And then they, you know, then they'd give it to us. I I feel like no one has ever had to yell hot toddy over EDM. No one has ever had to order <laughs> hot toddy over EDM music. Hot toddy. Can I get can I get two hot toddies? <laughs> A round of hot toddies. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right i concede has celestial seasonings ever considered making a hot toddy tea bag i don't think so i once had on one of my tours a guy ask me about what tea to go with whiskey um what do people make hot toddies with just like black is it black tea some black tea sure yeah just like english breakfast Earl Grey. Sure. Probably not Earl Grey. Uh, they have. I. I don't know if they have. They're a very um, granola kind of brand. Sure. Very. Uh, very Birkenstocks kind of brand. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, their tea bags are fully biodegradable, so you can okay. Okay. you can just drink that tea and throw that tea bag on the side of the road. I. You guys know what, what I like to do? I like to put it down the garbage disposal, because it oh. makes your garbage disposal smell better. Now, Ooh. this is a life hack that I've been doing with lemon slices, but I've never thought to do it with tea bags. Is this So this is specific to this brand. Other not, tea brands do not have. Not all. It's something to be aware of when you get a tea bag. 
and you look at the box, not all tea bags are fully biodegradable like Celestial Seasonings mm-hmm. is. The, the glue that seals the bags is made out of sugar, and the bags themselves are made out of something that is biodegradable. <laughs> so if somebody throws a non-biodegradable bag down the garbage disposal, God forbid, is there is there going to be a little bit of damage done to that garbage disposal? Yeah, I is think it's going to be a little be a bit fire. messy to clean up. I think that there's yeah. going to be a fire. I think that'll probably there will probably be a fire. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So, Jake, I think we're ready to move on to the brass tacks. Unless Absolutely. you brass. have any other teas you want to shout out that they make. Maybe oh, your um, favorite non-sleepy time. Shout out Tension Tamer. Shout out Tension okay. Tamer. Hmm. Tension Tamer featuring three <laughs> types of mint. Spearmint, winter mint, and catnip. Ba, 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 ba. Catnip. Ooh. Catnip meow, is meow, a type meow. of mint. But if you have Tension Tamer in your house and you have a cat, be careful. Be mindful. They like it because catnip is catnip's a real thing. Tension Tamer's bomb. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. All right. Do you feel like not enough people know about Tension Tamer? Do you feel like, you know, the flagship chamomile maybe uh, is overshadowing a little bit the Tension Tamer? Tension Tamer is the sixth man of Celestial Seasonings Tea, all right? And it's been Mm -hmm. sixth man of the year since the inception of the company. It is Mm -hmm. the best, and no one knows it. You should walk into a restaurant, order it. Like, you know how you go to a steakhouse, and have you ever ordered tea at a steakhouse or seen someone order tea? And they bring, like, a, a wooden box over? Yes. Oh, sure. Yes. Tension Chamber's never in there. And that is a crime. That's that a crime is another opportunity, okay. Thomas. Yeah, I think I think maybe maybe something, this may be something, see if this is a thing for you guys, is removing all other beverages from a steakhouse. Mm-hmm. So when someone oh. comes in there and they order, like, a nice whiskey with their steak, sorry, have you heard of Tension Tamer? You know what else you could do is you could just say, that okay. Steak, we're going to pair that steak with a tension table. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Thomas. I had to do that bit. What were you saying? No. I interrupted. Yeah, I like that. My idea is you just, you say, okay, and then you bring them the tension tamer with a little oh. card that has a printed message on it that explains why we only serve tension tamer. And the card says, sorry, we're out of whatever you ordered. Sorry, we don't have that. The, the card says... In lieu of whatever you ordered, please enjoy sixth man of the year tea since this inception of the company, Celestial Seasonings. Yeah. It's under-recognized mm-hmm. and undervalued. Please enjoy. It'll be a long card. You probably need a big card. Yeah, mm-hmm. or just this actually goes better with what you ordered. And that's all it says. Definitely, I think, gaslight the steakhouse patrons into thinking that they had done something wrong. <laughs> exactly. There's um, there's a lot of information on Celestial Seasonings out there, huge company, but I came across a article because when you search, you know when you search something in Google and then it auto fills your options? Mm-hmm. Before I finished the word seasonings, the first thing that came up was Celestial Seasonings Cult. And so I had to click on that. I had to do my due diligence and read this article. And it's pretty crazy. So I'm just going to kind of do a highlights of this article, which has, it's on foodandwine.com. So it's got a bunch of the basics. Mm -hmm. For example, this year, Celestial Seasonings Group did approximately 
How many million dollars in sales? What do you guys think? Uh, 20. I'll, I'll double it. Just like my okay. order at the bar. I'll take a double. Double hot toddy. Double hot toddy. Double the tea. Same amount of alcohol. Okay, so we're at 40 million for you. I'm, I'm guessing 40 mil a year. What you're going to have to do to that number to make it the correct number is add a zero to the end Woo. and then multiply it by 1.85. It's 750 million in sales. Incredible. Jesus. Incredible. Yeah. And I'm bad at guessing these, Thomas. You've been you've been with me for 30 some episodes. Yeah. I cannot get one of these. I I I got to say I think it's sadder that I got it so wrong. Because of work, True. having had worked there, and I went with twenty million, which was uh, is, Thomas. It seems like you're a human calculator. What percent of yeah. tw- what percent of seven hundred and fifty million is twenty million? Well, you'd have to multiply that by three point seven five to get seventy seven fifty million. <laughs> Did that answer your question, Jay? <laughs> no, but I. It's also not wrong. I think. So well, my what made me think that you were right, Jake, was because when I order, when I order, when I buy my tea bags, when I buy my box at the store, that baby's good for six months to a year. Yes. Here's here's another fun fact. Welcome back to the tour. Tea mm-hmm. never expires. It never goes Whoa. bad because anything that would go bad inside of tea has been dried out of it. So you can ah. keep your tea for tea is a great apocalypse food uh, or, nice. or beverage. Hey, if you need something can, to market it, you could say it's a great apocalypse beverage. Now, here's something I'm sure all the listeners are curious about. Can you eat the spent tea dregs? Like once you make the tea, can you just pop that? You can tea do whatever you want, Tom. Eat it. You can okay. do whatever you want. If that's what you want to do. I do want to say he is so good. He's hyper fast at understanding what the listeners are going to be having <laughs> questions about and asking for them. So you're welcome, listeners. We knew you were curious if you could yeah. eat the dregs of tea bags. There is there there is a tea. listener out there who has who has like twelve used cups that have just dregs, and he's just been staring at them and biting <laughs> his nails for a week, trying to figure out if he can eat them. Sir, yeah, or madam. Go right ahead. Your question has been answered, listeners. Yeah, the real answer answer to that question is anyone can do anything they want, legal mm-hmm. or illegal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is why man is the most dangerous game. Right. Yep. Because of uh, blue-collar crime. You can do whatever you want. You can yeah. do whatever you want, legal or illegal. Mm-hmm. Squid game. Coming out coming out next fall. I myself, I've That's reserved right. I've reserved nine Teslas. That's something I oh, wanted to do. I, you can, and you can. Yeah. I have nine reservations for Teslas. Wow. And I Which model? It, uh, what was all uh, of them? They're all Cybertrucks. Nice. Wow. I'm trying, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get Here's it. Here's the thing. Okay, let me say this really quickly. You can order as many Cybertrucks as you want. Right now, all of the orders are completely refundable. It's only $100, so you could spend your entire paycheck on Cybertruck orders, cancel them, and get all that money back. I think that's cool. Wow. I, do, I, I feel like, do you think that Cybertrucks are going to have a resale market 
in the same way that they're like the PS5 people bought a bunch of PS5 so that they could resell it. Do you think that Cybertrucks mm-hmm. will be more valuable after their launch? Are they going to be limited? Scarce scarcity? I think they're going to hold on to their value well. I don't know if there's going to be cuz there's already like 2 point something million orders in to a car that hasn't even begun production. Wow. So, it's going to be you know, weird. We'll see. It's going to be weird one day driving down the highway and seeing cyber trucks on the road. That yeah. I think that that they will make so me weird. that will make me uncomfortable seeing cyber mm-hmm. trucks on the road. Because you now, know John, they're being driven by cyber bullies. Is that a prerequisite to getting one? Is you have to be a cyber bully to get a cyber truck? Yeah, you put your order down. You get your you put your order down for a cyber truck, and they ask, "Have you ever bullied anybody on you know social media?" And if you say yes, then your order falls through, it gets canceled. Oh dang! Oh, <laughs> uh, good news for me. Uh, I once cyber bullied somebody. Somebody. So so let's go. <laughs> I'm getting a truck. Get that big old truck. Woo! Is it? Now, I've heard rumors about the Cybertruck, and John, mm-hmm. you'll be able to clear this up because you mm-hmm. work for the company. Mm-hmm. Is it and true this is in the brass tags. Yeah. Is it true that the Cybertrucks can, uh, if you reach, there's a button, and then it goes into the dark web? <laughs> I've heard that, too. I've heard that, too. And it like it takes you into the dark web. Yeah, like Tron style. Yeah, it takes you like Tron. It pixelates you and takes you into the dark web. Okay, I might get in a little bit of trouble talking about this because it is supposed to be somewhat under wraps, but I can confirm that you'll get sucked. Have you guys ever been to the dark web? I've never been on the dark web. I've no. been incognito. Is that similar? No, it's it's definitely not. I, I I think I think and I haven't confirmed this, but if you go into the dark web, you're greeted by Mr. Tumnus, and then Mr. Tumnus mm-hmm. becomes your guide through the dark web. I don't mm. know if it's like a dark Mr. Tumnus. But I, I from That's what interesting. I, yeah. Yeah, is he good or is he under the white witch's spell? I I you would think it would be the dark witch's spell in the dark web. Oh. Maybe, I think that the if, rules operate mm-hmm. differently. Is mm-hmm. the dark unless the dark web just is the inside of the wardrobe. Yeah, without the light on. So when you go into Narnia, the uh. first part is the dark web. And then when you actually get in, it's Narnia. But the dark part is the dark web, I'm assuming. I'm, I hope I get that right. So so I haven't listened to a ton of y'all's podcast. Is this going well? Is this what that looks like? <laughs> Thomas, I'd say... I'd yeah, say I, I think a, so. This is a top... I'd say a top eight episode right now. Oh, oh yeah. I'll I'd say you. the mic's hot. I'll see you at the end of the year for the best ofs. That's right. All right. So let's get back into the brass tags. Right. Jake yeah. was right. We are on a little bit of a time restriction this episode. Celestial Seasonings was founded in 1969 by several Colorado hikers who discovered that the Rocky Mountains were full of aromatic herbs that made delicious tea. They named it Celestial Seasonings supposedly after one of the co-founders flower name. Okay. The group. Her name was Seasoning. Yep. The group was led by Mo Siegel, AKA Seasoning who would go on to be the face of the company. Siegel was already a well-known herbalist in Boulder at the time, selling her famed... I bet, th- with the last name Siegel. Yeah. Selling his famed 36 herb tea... Oh, I guess it's a male. ...to health food stores in the area in hand-sewn muslin bags. 
1972, Siegel and Celestial Seasonings gave birth to the Sleepy Time Tea, a blend made from chamomile, spearmint, and other herbs. The new product helped turn the cottage industry into a near overnight success. Now, this is where the article takes a turn into the dark, weird side. I was going to ask if the cult, if the cult is ever coming back, it sounds like we're about to walk right into this dark closet. Yep. Besides enthusiasm for tea, Mo Siegel, aka Seasonings, and one of the company's co-founders, John Hay, was also an avid believer in, quote, a new age Bible, end quote, called the Urantia book, or Urantia. I'm going to go with Urantia. Mm-hmm. First published in 1955, the Bible is inspired by Seventh-day Adventist movement, except that it was supposedly communicated to an unknown man possessed and put into a trance by aliens. It was written by William Sadler, a turn-of-the-century psychiatrist who also published three books about eugenics and had deeply rooted racist philosophy. Is this stuff covered in the tour, Jake? <laughs> Uh, this is the first that I'm hearing about this. Okay. This is this is my first experience. I know the name Mo Siegel. I know that the the origin story of the company, but this I I this is the first I'm hearing about eugenics. Okay, nice. Celestial so we'll get your too. fresh take on this. Okay. A central idea of this particular religious text revolves around the idea that there are many different sons of God who believe who live on many different planets in the galaxy that consists of billions of worlds. According to their belief system, our world is just one of the billions, and it's called Urantia. Okay, not mm-hmm. that. I'm cutting out where it re- references the author of the article. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that editorializing out of here. Yeah, exactly. You could, you could just say it, and then we could tell everybody to forget it. That's true. Oh, that's yeah. easier for that's, you, Thomas. That's easier yeah. for me. So you don't have okay. to have as many you know, speed bumps in the road here. Thank you. According to Urantia's text, a half a million years ago, six colored races existed on our planet. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and indigo. According to the text, there was a racial superiority order with the indigo race at the bottom. Blah, 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 giantism. Blah, 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 giantism. (laughs) Yeah. Giantism can appear... Giantism can appear in green and orange peoples, but... Something that occurs in every planet in every universe is fair-skinned, blue-eyed aliens named Adam and Eve come and, quote, upstep, and quote, the natives, meaning that they eliminate the inferior stocks and purify the planet. Yes, this was on the tour. This was on the tour. <laughs> okay, now we're getting back to the, the content of the tour. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Siegel left the company in 2002, but he remained into Urantia. Eventually, Siegel became the president of the Urantia Foundation, and that's a title he still holds today. There, it, there don't seem to be any links to Urantia to the current company. The author of this article boycotts the tea, but I, I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, no, that's a, that's all fully news to me. Uh, I didn't know that I was working for a company that at one time. Um, hired like what sounds like open and proud eugenicists um <laughs> i this i feel like i feel like uh you guys brought me on here for a gotcha moment 
And I don't know if I appreciate that. Okay, guys. Um, not a gotcha moment. Not a yeah. gotcha moment at all. I, a okay. chance. A chance for redemption, Jake. Did you see anything fishy going on? When you were on the tour guide, was there ever a door half cracked open with a you know a couple of? Now yeah. that you mention it, there were a lot of murals that uh, were indicative of something. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm kind of blown away. And yeah, Jake. I usually we don't. The guest chooses this brand that they're passionate about. Usually we don't try to dig up dirt on yeah. on said brand what was the last brand what the... was the last brand you guys did um mr pib oh Jack, right? mr pib you mean yeah. the official soda of the Khmer rouge wow guys <laughs> wow wow mr pib Seems yeah like exactly no that doesn't feel good for anyone so Mm-mm. i just i'm gonna qualify my uh coverage of this part of celestial seasonings by just saying that when i googled celestial seasonings this is the first thing that came up that's wild when's the article it is when's the article from it's from january 15th 2021 probably why yeah (laughs) and it's a well-written article i i think it's a good read it's on foodandwine.com yeah food by matt that a hard-hitting journalism that's right source foodandwine.com man if you want to get revenge on the author his name's matt blitz no i don't want revenge on the author i think that anytime you can oust uh, uh you know like true like deep evil in the world of some kind you know and uh having having a former owner of a company be like a straight up like uncloseted open vocal president <laughs> of other eugenicists you should post about that all yeah. over foodandwine.com. You should yes. y- y- they should be tweeting it on Food and Wine's Twitter. Yeah. Now this is this is huge news, but part of me is excited because like Thomas said, this is a podcast first and we are trying, we are attempting to help this brand out cuz that's oh, what great yeah. Samaritans do. They help brands out. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot to help here, which is good. Because we're going to have, I'm sure we can come up with some pretty good ideas great for how we for can us. help them out. Yeah. It's great. It's going to make us. our job easy. Yeah. So I think I think the first thing that they should do is really comb the campus. Comb the mm-hmm. campus for yes. any mm-hmm. literature that might be just floating around there that probably shouldn't be floating around the place. But top to mm-hmm. bottom, do a little investigation. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. one, any think, chambers that might have you know skeletons tied to the wall or something, yeah, get that, classic. clean that up. Do you think that Sleepy Time should create like a task force that is? I've always said there this. to take literature away if I've, it's bad. I've always said that there should be a Sleepy Time task force. I've always believed that. We had a um, we had a, a costume for like holidays and big events that was like the the bear that's on top on the front of the sleepy time tea box and yes i've adorable. always said we should have a fleet of those so mm-hmm. so Ooh. yeah i think sleepy time task force is a great idea cool and nice. now typically we will go you know in terms of employing people actors are kind of where we 
turn first because we know they're always looking for a job and it'd be a fun role to be on the task force. So we could definitely go that route. We could also go AI if we want. I feel like it's it's really a toss up for me. To me, when I think AI now, it makes me think of Teslas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe there's like a co-branding where it's like auto-driven Teslas, except the bear is like makes it look like there is a driver. I don't know. That's I, just where I. I have at. I have the pit. I think perhaps instead of Tesla, as long as we're looking at AI, maybe Boston Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Boston Dynamics Ooh. has been looking for a, a real-world application. All they've been doing is receiving grants and funding. So perhaps mm-hmm. this task force could be led by some of those like dog robots. Oh, adorable. Okay. Yeah. Those, yes. Yeah. Because they've been used largely by police, right? Is that true? I think I've seen a few police dogs. Yeah. That are AI. Okay, then let's do that. Take let's do that. Yeah, take send some dogs straight. away from the cops. Let's let's send them straight to Mo Siegel's house. Absolutely. Oh, have him. I like so this. So he's on lockdown. Yeah, he's on watch. I think I think pri- maybe priority number one would to be surround Mo Siegel's house with a bunch of Boston Dynamics dogs. Okay. So, and is this a public? Uh, I was just you know, gonna say. I think we want to share the message, so I think it yeah. should be public. Yes. yes and are absolutely. we doing this as Celestial Seasonings? This is a Celestial Seasonings initiative. Yeah. It could be an excellent way to market Tension Tamer Tea. Is oh a 20, 20 Thread the needle, Jake. hour live stream brought to you by Tension Tamer Tea by Celestial Seasonings, 24-hour mm-hmm. live stream of Moe Siegel's house surrounded by Boston Dynamics dogs. Mm-hmm. How are we doing? Two for one. How do we feel? I feel great because I feel we're getting a lot of brand awareness for Tension Tamer, and we are giving the public a message, hey, Celestial Seasonings, we don't like eugenicism. We don't like it. Yes. Which I think the public will appreciate. You know what we could do is really to twist the knife. We have six dogs, and each one of them is one of the colors of his origin story that he loves. And you know, you've we got have, your red, green, blue, and yes. the indigo. The, in, the indigo one is the obvious leader of yes. the pack. Yes. Well, it has to be. I would still like the green and the orange ones to be gigantic. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. We could get some huge Boston Dynamics dogs. With that 750 mil, we'll order the biggest dogs Boston Dynamics has to offer. <laughs> yes, they're going to look like the, uh, help me out here with the reference, the Star the Star Wars Walkers. AT-ATs. Perfect. It's going to look like an AT-AT. Don't edit it. Just forget it. <laughs> Don't edit. Just now, forget it. <laughs> ooh, that's a good slogan. Yeah. yeah. They surround the house. What is next? What's supposed to happen? Mm-hmm. What's the ideal outcome? Uh, Moe's the the admission and renunciation of mm-hmm. yes. What was the name of the thing? Urethra, Urantia, Urantia. Yeah, yeah. Moe's open, and this is where the brand has to start. I I know that they just made seven hundred and fifty million dollars, but I think that they should go into full rebuild. Yeah, start from scratch. Start from scratch, and this is the first place that they go. Okay. 
Am I going too far? Mm. No, no, no. I think it's right. But what you're proposing is a complete rebuild. So now I feel like what we can do before getting into the email is at least get them on the right track for that rebuild. Yeah. Wow. I think Tension Tamer has to be the new flagship product. It has to be. Right? It has Mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. It's been sitting on the bench this whole time. It's a star. We can have uh, another, perhaps a Boy Scout this time. Do a contest where Boy Scouts get to name rename Tension Tamer T. As a former second class Boy Scout, I'm proud and honored to hear this. Yeah. I. They, what do they have? What is second class? What does that mean? Like, That's pretty bad. It's Tenderfoot, and then I think it's second class, and then I was out, and then there's like Heart class, Star class. They're kind of like Care Bear classes, and then it all ends in Eagle, as we all know. And in what color is associated with each of these classes in the Boy Scouts? Uh, yeah. So Tenderfoot is Indigo. Hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was Boy afraid of this America might happen. is in on it. <laughs> yeah, I bet a Boy Scout could come up with a good name. Yeah, Tenderfoot is a great name. Tenderfoot T. Get out of here. That is Ooh, a good name. Tension Tamer becomes Tenderfoot T. Yes. You know what? Easier to remember. Just thinking now about why it's called Celestial Seasonings kind of gives me a bad taste in my mouth. Like, oh, yeah, you believe in all of these gods on different planets. Like, that's kind of what I think of now when I think of Celestial. Terrestrial terrestrial Seasonings? That's better. Yes, because it can't be too far from the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can't, we can't, we don't want to punish Seasonings, who I think is, no. a, is a different person from Mo. So, yeah. To my to my knowledge, none of the ingredients come from space, so mm-hmm. terrestrial seasonings. Tension. I like it. Tenderfoot tea. I like it. Then you have to ask yourself: Should all of the teas start with a T? You have to ask yourself that. You yeah. You have to. <laughs> Anybody who's not asking themselves that question <laughs> needs to realize that it's a necessity. And that they have yeah. to ask themselves that. And then you have to ask yourself, is the have word to. T and the letter T, are those even two different things? I'd argue yes. Okay. Yeah, I would argue I'd yes. I'd argue yes. Well. But what we could do, Thomas, we could we could put T first. So it'd be T comma chamomile. So we could hold on to the T theme there. And that's just something they do now. Oh, nice! Just like it kind of like how in Spanish the um, the verb comes after the noun. Is that right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you want to know. Yeah. 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 That way that everybody knows it's T. Yo quiero mm-hmm. beber un jugo de naranja. I want to drink an orange juice. <laughs> yes, Jake. Nice, John. I got your back. And that is a lesson for everyone out there who's trying to learn a little Spanish and you're stuck at a restaurant. Check. Yeah. yeah. Next time you're at your favorite Argentinian steakhouse and you want to order an orange juice and they'll come to your table and they'll say, apologies, we don't have it. All we have Ooh. is tenderfoot tea. That's right. Or... They'll just serve you the tea with a card that says this goes better with what you ordered. 
<laughs> you got you got this wrong. Yeah. Nice. I'm this, ready to send an email. Yeah. Yes. I, let's get into the did email. Somebody get all of that? Okay. Well, what we like to do, Jake, we like to just send the company an attachment of all the audio. And so they'll get it. They'll have all the ideas. Yeah. What we really want to accomplish here is we just really want to make a strong first impression that they yeah. can't say no to, essentially. They can't tear their eyes away from us. And you also want to make sure they listen to the audio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, if the the text isn't compelling, they might not even listen to it. Yeah. So what's the most compelling way to speak their language? I think begin with, like, let them know that you're coming from a place of expertise and tell them, mm -hmm. like, maybe at the top of the email, from the desk of former tour guide Jake Fallon. Yes. Okay. Right away, they know that they're not dealing with nobody. Yes. They'll look into their file, see that you actually did work there. Mm -hmm. Did you ever have an email address? Yeah. The celestial it, Seasonings? It was uh, Jake at blonde hair and blue eyes. Wait, no. Uh, it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's weird now that you say that. Now that you guys say that, that's kind of weird that that was my email address there. Um, yeah. Well, for the sake of this, I think we should use that. Okay. We should from that email address. Create that email address. I'll, I'll yeah. have to see if I can find the login information for that. Sure. Yeah, it's been a while. I'll I'll say I forgot my password and then I'll tell them what my mother's maiden name was. Nice. Yeah. Great security question. Yeah. Top, one of my top security <laughs> questions. Easiest for me to remember. I, I get. What's your favorite actor? That's a tough one. Oh. Ask me every six months i'll change my answer yeah exactly i you answer I, that thomas i do i do christian bale for that one christian bale yeah christian bale's a good actor he's phenomenal he's amazing maybe a little bit of a jerk but he's got yeah. separate 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 the art from the artist so, so from the desk of jake fallon mm -hmm. thomas did you want to say something i was just gonna say maybe we use that christian bale yeah, they know that they're still... This article came out this year. They know that they're kind of being attached to this weird past. They're in hot water and, and not in a good way. So we have to, you know, tame their tension and say, we understand how to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, level with them. Look, we're all fans of Christian Bale here. Mm. We, yes, we know exactly. how to we know how to separate the art from the artist. However, we don't listen to Bill Cosby comedy anymore because there's a line that has to be drawn, Absolutely. and we think it's time to draw that line with former CEO Mo Siegel. I feel like I feel like Mo Siegel has found himself on the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then we can. Uh, do like a bunch of hyphens in a row to make a and line then, in the email yeah, we make a line <laughs> and then maybe say mo's on this side and then make another <laughs> bunch of hyphens so they know that that example is over <laughs> yes hey and kudos on the 750 mil yeah. gotta hit them with a kudos Woo. good number we think it's time 
to start a new era of celestial seasonings, and that mm-hmm. mainly can be accomplished by changing the name to terrestrial seasonings and making Tension Tamer your new your new flagship. By the way, it's now called Tenderfoot Tea. Warm regards, the Great Samaritans. Excellent. Can't wait to see what they say to that. Jake, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Thanks yeah. for uh, dealing with our banter that we're not going to edit. Just just forget it. Yeah, no mm-hmm. problem, guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Do you have, Jake, any social media plugs you want to shout out, any shows you got coming up, or any just anything that you're into right now? I uh, So I will plug what, what I always plug on every show uh the movie wedding crashers if you haven't seen the movie wedding okay. crashers it's an absolute classic and um wow. definitely check it out um mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. owen wilson and vince vaughn really hit their stride in this hilarious romp um well, young and brad cooper too makes a nice appearance we could the list could go on and on of the absolute studs that they got into this movie um Ooh. But that at Jakey Jakey on Instagram is my Instagram handle, and that's where you can find any information about upcoming shows or anything like that. Um, but yeah, just watch Wedding Crashers. Wow, you're so dominant. All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at GreatSamaritansPod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.